Welcome to the Sports Class with Justin and Jamal. Thursday, June 29th. Welcome to the Sports Class. I'm Jamal Cox and I'm with the man I would characterize as a habitual line stepper. Justin Kelly, say hi to the people. People, people, how are you? School's out for summer, school's out forever, JC. <laughs> Love that song, and it's so true. Last day of school for our kids. Thank God, never thought it would come. It's almost Canada Day, and we finally got them out. Speaking of line stepping, I'd say our children are getting ready to totally step over the line over the next couple of months, not give a, not give a total crap about anything and just do what they want, just free as the wind, the summer breeze. I imagine if if you know, you know that emoji of Elmo with a fiery landscape behind him. Like, that's just how my kids feel right now. When they wake up tomorrow, when our kids wake up tomorrow, it's like, all right, here we go. Yeah, here we go. Uncharted territory. No no rules. Pure chaos. Let's see if we can make it to 10 o'clock without wrestling or punching each other. Unlikely. Unlikely. Highly. Uh, this last week of school went well for you guys. It's over here in uh, Above Little Owl Studios. You guys had a... Had a, had a quality last four days. We ended on a high, question mark? Ended on a high, but there was there were ebbs and flows. Mm. Lots of things going on. We were riding a wave because Dante had his birthday party on Sunday. Let's get into that. We'll get into it? Yeah, hold on, hold on. Finish, finish we'll, your week. We'll get into wave. that in a minute. But yeah. then also we had like another birthday party last night, which was ever. very festive and fun and and I think the kids were riding that, that juice today, riding that high. Are you being sarcastic? <laughs> there was a lot of orange-mouthed kids walking around, just like Doritos, yeah. Hawkins Cheesies, Cheetos, just all kinds of things, cakes, cookies, juices. And, and as I stated, we're at the end of the school year, so the parents sort of give a crap meter in terms of the intake is low, low, low. As my lovely wife says, it's a run-out-the-clock situation. Four <laughs> corners. Four corners, dribble it out, survive in advance. Exactly. Just get to where you need to be with as little harm as possible. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we were. I was here on Sunday for your eldest child's birthday. Quite the scene. Lovely spread you guys put on, if I may be so bold. I like the different coolers you had set up for the kids and the adults. I like the separate and divide. I appreciated that ample selection of anything you're interested in. The The snacks were great. The barbecue action was, was wonderful. Bouncy castle in the back. You guys had it all going on. Job well done. We've talked about, um, over the course of, of the pod, our distaste for birthday parties. But I had a lovely time here on Sunday. That's good to hear. Thanks. Yeah, it was really, it was it was a lot of work. I'm not I gonna bet it lie. Was. I bet it was. Yeah, just refilling the bubblies. Kids just sucking through the bubblies. Were they ever? <laughs> Adults having drinks. It was a warm day. It was a lovely day. It was nice. It was good. It was good vibes. We had a we we forewent a cake and had this kind of ten bit donut stand. Yeah, pyramid of donuts. Yeah, which. Two kids came up to me later and was like, I didn't get the one I wanted. And I was like, well, when we just kind of all cut you loose with just no, with just disregard for any sort of sense of order, we were hoping that, you know, Darwin would take its course and like <laughs> survival of the fittest. If you get that chocolate cream you wanted, you got it. But it jokes aside, um, it was good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. 
that was also I was also tired because I was on the back of the previous day I went to three parties three birthday parties on the Saturday I didn't know that three birthday parties on the Saturday and then you guys hosted a b-day party a ninth b-day party on Sunday it all coincided four b-day party weekend yeah some fucking heavy lifting you know what I'd say like 2008 Jamal was built for that shit Mm -hmm. I ain't about that life anymore Mm. it was it was a lot cupcakes cupcakes just falling out of your pockets goodie (laughs) goodie bags for days I consumed more hot dogs this weekend than I have in about five years (laughs) and it took its toll yeah hot dogs will bite you man they will they will that's four birthday parties that's a lot of hot dogs and small talk (laughs) Two things you love. Two things I love. Yeah, it was. Uh, just Two brief- of my strong suits. Two of your strong suits, for sure. Thank you. Briefly, the significance of them was interesting because we saw some friends we hadn't seen in a very long time, and they had their youngest child's birthday. I believe he was turning five, four or five. So that was a vibe, bouncy castle number one of the, the past week. And lots of chill things. It was hot dogs. People weren't really drinking, chill vibe. Well, this is birthday afternoon. party one, so and you had three that day. Must yeah. have been nine a.m. or something absurd. <laughs> Started at two. Uh, so then they were all in the same general vicinity, which was very convenient. But we bounced to the next one, and it was full on. There were kids there, but uh, my friend Jose is Argentinian, so just full gaucho mode, just carne Malbec. asada, Malbec. <laughs> Not the other thing, but yes, Malbecs. Yeah, and. Um, he had a tri-tip that he just... Oh, I love a tri-tip. Just those nice big salt mm-hmm. flakes mm-hmm. and whatever he had done in the marinade was just magic. Lovely. It was so good. So, Lovely. I mean, just... Oh, just stellar meat in the middle of the day. Drop the kids. <laughs> stellar meat? Yeah. That's the name of my high school band. Go on. <laughs> Drop the kids off. Went back out. Adults only party. In the evening. In the evening. It was a, a friend. Our good friend was turning 50. So God, your social nice. life. Your social life, Jamal's. Just keep it rolling. Sorry. <laughs> okay, thanks. Um, Jealousy creeping through. Oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, so that was great because it was a, it was adults only mm-hmm. pretty much. And Fuck them kids. <laughs> wonderful cheese plates all about. Mm. This is a, a deep cut. If you know, you know, Bay Area folks, um, shout out. Kaylin may know this, maybe not. But they had Humboldt Fog, which is this creamy, ash laden. Humboldt Fog. Yeah, so Humboldt County is where all the weed comes from, or a lot of the weed comes from in California. Okay. But also the climate is conducive to this particular cheese. Okay. Um, I think, I want to say, I'm I not, don't know I'm not familiar like. with this cheese. Yeah, it's Humboldt Fog. It's, it's tremendous. They probably, if you're in the U.S., Trader Joe's will probably carry it. But here, maybe you'd find it at Whole Foods or some other sort of cheese uh, procurement Emporium? space. That cheese maybe, Emporium. Yeah, yeah, probably a little. It's you know, it's high high class, if you will. Niche. It's good. It's niche, and it's unique and it's delicious. Okay. And it was great. And we had some other things that were just really great, like bottles of wine. Lovely. Live piano player. It was wow. Awesome. Yeah, wow. it was really great. I stand by my previous comment. This sounds wonderful, like a wonderful time. It was great. And then I had to come. And was there a bouncy castle? No. Okay. Only one. Okay. <laughs> only at the first one. Okay. <laughs> that would have been tremendous, though. It was like, we're full of decadent and luxurious cheeses. No. <laughs> See if you can do a backflip. Yeah. Yeah. Now go bounce around. <laughs> 
but yeah so we came back had the party on sunday i labeled it organized chaos you know kids running around mid 70s i don't know upper mid 20s if you're celsius inclined and lovely was, day hotter than a pistol in the backyard here. it was my backyard is just like a magnet for the heat there's no shade really so yeah, yeah. so it was great and then yeah man it was just like the come down like <laughs> the um the the guy who set up the bouncy castle was like we'll be back at five he came at six forty-five. but it was just one of those things at night just seemed to keep going on and the kids just had this glazed dazed look when i came in and i was just like I can't do dinner right now. Domino's, help. Did you go Dom's that night? Yeah. Oh, the local spot right out of Ypsilanti, Michigan. Dom's. <laughs> hey? On the back end of all that decadent, amazing food I had, I just said, let me close this out with a pepperoni <laughs> mushroom <laughs> from Domino's. Yeah, what kind of cheese do you want on that? I'll take the humble fog on the pep, pep and mush. Oh, what was that? Sorry. we English? <laughs> but yeah, it was that kind of a vibe. Good weekend though. Sounds yeah. like it. Good on you. Yeah. And the party was the party was. We had a w- wonderful time. I was mostly chasing uh, my young gazebo was on on the loose. I want and, to talk and about as, this. Yeah. Yeah. And so I didn't really get to chill with the adults and enjoy some some party small talk and banter. But talked to a few people. Had a really nice time, JC. I meant when I said it was lovely, but Zebo is all over the place, right? She's at this age. She's two where she wants to be in the mix and the big kids and the bouncy castle are at her fingertips and she can almost participate. So you got to be, you got to just, like I said to you, it's like chasing vintage Reggie Miller running around screens versus the (laughs) New York Knicks. Sliding between the the Davis brothers, you know, curling around the corner, right? Trying to and then get off a quick shot when when the you catch the defender slipping for a minute, right? That's how (laughs) that's the mode I was in. And you're just like a like a spry young John Starks running through those picks, trying to keep her from getting to the cup. Yeah, with the aforementioned glazed look on my face, like, huh? What? No, no, don't do it. Don't do it. There were some great moments where I was trying to introduce you to some people and have some conversations. And and I knew that it was a, a minefield because... It wasn't going to last long. It wasn't going to last long because because I saw that look in Zadie's eyes of like, up, up. Yeah. Got to get up. Yeah. Got to get where my sisters are. That's right. And just running off, reckless abandon. Yeah. It's just... just- burning that the aforementioned dorito cheese right out of her just, <laughs> just going yeah it was nice though and, and yeah, everyone had fun and um well lovely time i didn't know that it was your fourth party in 48 hours so yeah the energy was good around here for your fourth party thank you it was it was a small feat to do it i bet it was yeah you got and, then, and then quickly quickly while we're rounding out the birthday discussion then yesterday you and i end up down in my neck of the woods down at Cook Streetville at a at a little bit of a, a birthday party shaker, a midweek shaker. That was interesting, hey? Yeah, I haven't gone to like a midweek uh, kid's birthday party. It's kind of like going to a day rave. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's bold. Yeah. I don't know if it's for me. I don't know either. <laughs> the sober. Yeah. I'm not hosting that, by the way, on a, a Wednesday night birthday party. That's not, I'm not doing that. It was ambitious, but I get yeah. it. Long they, weekend. They ahead. pulled it off. They pulled they it did. off. They did yeah. really well. They shoehorned it into that, the end of school. Yeah. It was great. Um, but it was, hmm. but it was, it was a lot. Like, it was the, good. Yeah. The energy was a lot. Like, it came home and, and I was yeah, you were exhausted. Spinning. You were spinning. Yeah. Yeah. 
and the kids are just you know yeah my kids of course didn't eat anything so come i need vector cheerios vector do we have vector yeah they got home and it's like once again a run out the clock situation mm-hmm. where we were just like just get some calories get something in your belly so you can go upstairs and we'll move off the birthday party theme in a second but at the shaker yesterday i heard you say to to your offspring listen just so you know when we get home there's no food I don't care if you're hungry. Go to bed hungry, like my mother used to say to me. Go to bed hungry. You were strong in that, but when you got home and they wanted some vector, you caved. I get it. Weakling. Yeah, no, yeah. it's not even. Like you said, you, you have to get make the calories compromises. In. Sometimes and you want them to go to sleep, so you need them to eat. Yeah, to get that itis to go to sleep. <laughs> Great reference. Yes, because I mean, is it really worth? Like, white flag. I just, is yeah. it really worth the battle? No, you can't Couldn't go. do that. So I just got of home course, and I of caved. Course, of course, I was being yeah. slightly facetious. Um, what's going on? What are you doing to check into summer mode? What's happening with you guys? Give me a little taste of any any little travel plans, local travel plans. Back to the Authentics, your favorite <laughs> little honey hole. Going back there in August. Bet you are. Yeah, maybe you can come along next You got time. the punch card out? <laughs> Three stays, get the fourth one free? <laughs> Pretty much, man. Yeah, so we're going back there, but the big news is we'll be here until the 7th, and we're headed out to Virginia for about a month. Wow. Yeah. That's got to be exciting for you, hey? A month back in in the homeland? Yeah, I'm fronting like I don't know the amount of hours until I leave, but yeah. yeah. But you do. (laughs) You're looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it very much so. One time a year, I get to go home, see family and friends. For a good chunk of time, too. You're not too rushed, I would imagine. Yeah, exactly. I'll work a little bit, but also have time away. And then as well, it's one of those things where taste all the delicious foods mm. and treats that you mm. miss. What's something that you're looking forward to? Give me, just give me one. We'll get into we'll get into more as we get closer to your exit. But there's so many ZZQ. There's a place called ZZQ in Scott's Edition in Richmond. If you know, you know this place is amazing. Texas barbecue. Mm variety of items meats and awesome drinks and it's a really cool setup there's always a queue out front because there should be and it's just amazing and i'm gonna go there and i'm gonna have brisket and i'm gonna like maybe moan a little bit like ron swanson when he's getting his bunion worked on if you've seen parks and rec justin has not seen parks and i haven't no (laughs) no but just maybe a slow low moan and look up to the sky as you take a bite even though i'm an atheist i might believe in god for a moment (laughs) good brisket will do that (laughs) (laughs) so i'm looking forward to that for sure but another thing (laughs) is this heaven no this is brisket (laughs) (laughs) i mean if heaven wishes it was brisket if uh, another thing, and this kind of leads me into my weekly wins, another thing is I'm headed to a few days in, in Washington, D.C., and I'm going to go to the City Open while I'm there, which is a big tennis tournament. Yeah, five, now. 500 level yeah. last year, and it was a kid in a candy shop. I expect similar vibes this year. We bought not one, but two days of tickets oh. because <laughs> they're the qualifier days, they're front days, first two days of Saturday and Sunday. The tournament, so they're like much cheaper. Okay. So really excited about that. Get to see the players in their elements. There's a kids' day, I think, that we can get into, so that maybe like kids will meet some of their their icons and, and idols. Now you said it's a 500 level. Will we have sort of an assortment of sort of those top top names, like the people that a casual tennis fan like that I would know? Yeah. So a few names I know that are verified to be Taylor there. Taylor Fritz, your boy Taylor Fritz. 
Tay Fritz will be there. He was there last year. I got a selfie with him. Get another one. <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll see if I can. Um, he'll be there. Francis Tiafo will be there. My hey guy. Now. Hey now. We'll talk about him a little bit later, hopefully, on the pod. And then, as well, our favorite octopus, uh, Medvedev, yeah. is going to be there. Nice. There's a 500 level for the women, too, so you're going to see a lot of stars. Cool. You're not going to see the Williams sister, sisters. Last year, Serena came. Actually, both of them came last year. Yeah. And we just missed them by a matter of days. But um, but there's still going to be really elite level of talent. There's other people. Kyrgios, supposed to be there if he's not injured. Fun. So... And there's a good there's a good vibrancy around that. It's pretty well attended. People are into it in DC. Yeah, it's it's in a lovely park, kind of just off the the main drag of the city to the north, and it's great. It's really accessible. Walk around. They've got delicious frozen beverages. Julia didn't even care for the tennis, but she was like, "I got a froze. Mm. Like, and this is delicious. This mm. is great. We had like a nice pizza. I met people just." as I ought to do when I'm home. Yeah. I just like befriended several other tennis lovers. Well, the people that are friendlier as we've established. Yeah. Very much so. Yes. <laughs> so, so yeah, it was, I'm getting tingles thinking about it. <laughs> Good on you, man. I'm excited for you. Yeah. Can't wait for the updates. So that was, that was a win. Check the out the, the sports gloss on Instagram. Yeah. I'll keep you all up to date. I'll, I'll uh, do some, some logs and, and let you know how things are going while I'm away. Fun. Yeah. That's cool, man. Something I'm sure you're looking forward to. Very much so. You know what I'm into, JC? Will we we just stick for another moment, sort of summer nostalgia? We're headed uh, we're headed north to uh, to my homelands, up to beautiful Black Creek, the Lord's Hamlet. And you know what I derive <laughs> a lot of joy from these days as I enter, you know, sort of full fatherhood? Sitting in traffic? <laughs> well, yes. Yes, that too. And shout out to my sleek 2005 <laughs> Honda Odyssey with that drop-down DVD player. Sorry, I got braggadocious there for a second. I don't want to get all flossy with the 05 Odyssey. What a flex. <laughs> but when we hit that Malahat traffic tomorrow morning, if you don't think for a hot minute that I won't hesitate to drop to drop that DVD player and let over the hedge or trolls rain, <laughs> then you got another thing coming, my friend. We're not stopping at Ice Cream Mountain. It's, it's, it's brutal. We'll drive like 30 minutes. We're not even out of the city. And my kids will be like, are we there yet? Can you little mother trolls, baby. <laughs> Play it on repeat. Yeah. Um, what I was going to say is I like, I like the pre-trip pack. Oh, yeah. I love the pre-trip pack. After I saw you yesterday at the birthday party in in my neighborhood, after everyone went to bed, I went out to the garage and corralled the coolers and the bags and some of the sort of water toys and that sort of summer... Water socks? Water shoes? Water shoes, yeah. Uh, Lots of water shoes. Source the the three different types of water shoes. Water shoes, very important to me. Don't, Don't go in the water barefoot. Tyler Hero, you animal, okay? <laughs> you got to have water shoes either at the bare minimum. I mean, if we're on a sandy beach, you don't need water shoes. Let me be very clear on that. And we will be at a beautiful sandy beach. I'm not going to mention it because there's people already buying up the land. Or I don't want to spoil it anymore. I'll, it's a secret. It's a secret. <laughs> but if you're in the river, which we might be, anything with rocks, man, you got to wear. Maybe I have delicate soles on my feet, but I'm, I'm, a, I'm pro water shoe. You know why Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter, died? 
no water shoes. It wasn't a little stingray or a little... No, no, no water, water shoes. Yeah. Well, The autopsy says so. Allegedly. I believe it. I've almost died from that. Again, it's it's similar to me, my little point about you can't wear open-toed sandals, the Javiandas. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> What's the name of them? Javianas. Thank you. You can't wear that. Like, if you can't run... If you can't run, always harks back. If you can't run, it's not a shoe I want to wear. If I can run, even if I'm in the water, I'll put on a dorky keen sandal because it's got a nice toe and a nice heel. And if I have to move quickly, I can fucking do it. <laughs> it's got enough structure. It's got enough structure to propel you to where you need to do be you know away from cops. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. What if the water police roll up on me? <laughs> this uh, sandcastle is substandard. We're going to have to take you in. Let me see your permit. Hey, I'm out of here. Catch me, Kappa. Oh, no, he's wearing structurally sound shoes. He's wearing those nerdy sandals and he runs off. Anyway, so yeah, I like I like packing it up. Get kind of gets me in the mood. We're taking off tomorrow, sort of checking into vacation mode. I'm looking forward to that tomorrow. No, it's going to be great. I love it. I had one more weekly win that I wanted to talk about, and it's back to the birthday party. And it's the fact that we gifted the kids a basketball hoop. And I had long put this off. I know that you have a basketball hoop at your place. It is a a place to gather, a place to uh, have fun, be seen in the neighborhood as the mayor of McKenzie often. Sure. And also just so kids can work on their game a little bit. Mm -hmm. Some goal setting. You can play various games of uh, horse, pig, Ant play sure, sure. all the the five letter or less words that my kids are throwing at me this this week. Of course, shit. <laughs> We're not there yet. That's but a callback. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Dante. Yeah, right. It's in the lexicon for sure. Yeah. So yeah, just having the hoops, and I've talked about it on the previous pod. If you followed us, Nico has this kind of predilection or has this desire now to get out and get a certain number of hoops so you know 25 35 whatever it is and now we got a little spot in our in our driveway now that's fun because we can just go out there get some shots up not a lot of space to dribble and, and do one-on-one or what have you or you got lots of play space. 21 you got lots but, of space out there yeah you got more than enough space out there to get some shots up have a nice time mm-hmm. do something semi-serious or completely silly it's all at your fingertips now I love it. And the cool thing about it is what I wanted to get to is why it's one of my wins this week is just the bonding. Mm-hmm. My kids, they want to come home. They want to play Minecraft. They want to do other things. Uh, Dante wants to read his Kindle. It's hard to like detract from a kid reading, but at the same time, it's beautiful. It's sunny. Let's get outside. Mm-hmm. Let's enjoy this, this beautiful weather. So a few times this week, we got out and we were shooting. 30 45 minutes and it was great and Good just had so many moments and just kind of reverence of my time with my father nice while i was out back cool shooting with him playing 21 trying to hit five shots from a spot playing horse and it was just really cool and Wonderful. all kind of came full circle for a moment so i just wanted to, to talk about that because it was just a i had this little moment where i was just like oh man this is neat this is cool those moments in parenting when you have that little flash of your childhood and then applying it to your children is wonderful and, and kind of um, really interesting and unique moments there. Hey, like when you remember shooting with your dad and, and now it coming full circle and with your kids, man, that's cool. I, I've had a couple of those moments recently too. It's it's interesting, right? It's really yeah. neat. It's really neat to be on the other side of it. It kind of feels like you're in on a secret 
like you're like this has been passed down for generations yeah, yeah. and now you're like hey guys let's hey y'all let's like go out and just like shoot like oh let's see you first to make five from the spot or whatever it is like i said yeah and you see the kids getting into it and enjoying it and then you're just like this works this always works to the end of time very cool yeah and then they'll do it they'll pass the torch they'll pass the torch oh that's great want to do q a with j and j let's do it q a with j and j brought to you by urban hikers urban hikers i see you out there with your telly hat on oh. sunscreen fishing vest you ain't going fishing but you need those pockets fanny pack <laughs> fanny pack cargo shorts oh. Tilly hat and a cargo short. Gators. Mm, the gators. If you're so inclined, you got them walking poles. Oh, wow. And all you're doing is traversing the neighborhood, the big bad Oak Bay, oh. and just looking in people's yards like a looky-loo will do. Mm, I apologize if I'm if hurting anyone's feelings. That's really never the aim of the sports gloss. But if it, you lose me at a Tilly hat, you roll, up, <laughs> you roll up on me in a Tilly hat, and we got a problem. Q&A with J&J this week. Our question is, how do you feel about celebrating Canada Day and July 4th? JK, you got thoughts? You know, Canada Day traditionally has been a time for, when I was younger, a camping trip or a party or some fireworks. But, you know, in 2023, Canada Day, to me now, Jamal, is is a day to really sort of think about where I live and the the indigenous people that were here originally and and so yeah. where I fit in that in 2023 and how and how I feel about it so yeah man I'm okay with people having a nice day and a stat holiday and all of that but but I'm definitely contemplative about about the deeper impacts and and in the last couple of years lots of stuff coming to light so it's not it's not the frivolity and the sort of enjoyment that it once had for me, the sort of summer fun. My tunes changed a little bit, to be honest. Yeah. What about you and July 4th? You know, it's very similar. When I was a kid, I did go out and celebrate, have some grilled meats, meet up with some friends, do whatever it was. It's summer. It's a holiday. Yeah. But at the same time, it always felt a little bit hollow to me. Yeah. Like, it felt like fireworks were almost a bit of a distraction, like nothing to see here. The fact we're in the Gulf War, the fact that we're, you know, doing these different things and we're kind of distracting you and like the jingoism, the patriotism, the propaganda of it all really was something that people would gravitate toward. And it was kind of people would get into that holiday mode was like, what are you doing? Where are you going? Where are you going to be? This is happening. These events. And really, it never really hit for me. It never really resonated for me in that way. And then as I got older, I was just thinking, yeah, you know what? I'm not really keen on celebrating this, but similar to what you were talking about, it's more of like, okay, maybe I'll get together with some friends and things like that. It's a holiday, but I'm not flag-waving. I'm not putting the flag on my car. I'm not putting the flag in my yard. Like Those kinds of things, like... You know, agreed, agreed. Proud to be an American. Don't sure. get me wrong. As as am I proud to be a Canadian. But at the same time, it doesn't feel like this parade needs to uh, ha- needs to happen for me. Yes. For these particular holidays. Yes. Given right. all of the atrocities that have happened in the past, both to like we said, Indigenous people, mm-hmm. Black people, people of color, Chinese people, like just 
I'm sorry if I've, I've left you out. So there's a, there's a lot of things that happen, a lot of heads that have been stepped on to get to where we are. But hopefully going forward, that, that pendulum can sort of continue to shift and, and these holidays can sort of be used to shed more light and more information on some of the things that have happened around these days and why these days are, are important. You know, like maybe going forward, these days can kind of shift a little bit and be more, yeah, sort of provide some, some information to some people who might not have it. No, I hear you. Let's take a break. The number one segment on the coast of the Azores. It's tennis time. Jamal. We're heading into Wimbledon here, JC. Wimbledon starts in a week, six, seven days. How when does it start? It's right around the corner. Heavens around the corner. The third of July. Monday. Let's go. They're working hard on the grass courts of the old English club right now. Before we get into that, as you set the table for for that tournament, I got a few texts about the tennis series on netflix right now there's sort of this documentary series behind the scenes kind of stuff give me a little taste of that as you know i don't have netflix or i'm not a netflixer <laughs> tell me about it yeah it's called breakpoint if you haven't seen it i really recommend it especially, it's good yeah it's good especially if you're a casual fan or like yeah. new to tennis yes it's shot in a lovely way they follow a lot of elite players it's really great to recap of the past year. If you watch the F1 series or watch the Tour de France series on Netflix, it's in the same vein. Cool. Go for it. Cool. Sort of sort of shows you the picture and the, the integrity of these, these athletes, how amazing these athletes are. Oh, yeah. Just up, up, up close and personal. And the thing that's really cool is just having those kind of reality TV-like uh, moments. moments where you're – they have testimonials where nice. they tell you – Hey, you know what? During that crucial point in that last match where it was make or break, I thought this and I had some issues and then I overcame or, mm. you know, I subsided. So it's really cool. Tennis is so much reliant, like so much of tennis is just mental. Mm. So to see what mental toughness to see. Yeah. People, your, your idols, see these people having the yips or having like insecurities or things like that that i have and i get like a tight and i short arm a second serve at a crucial point sure they do the same thing cool it's cool neat neat um set the table for the canadians and the americans heading into wimbledon please yeah wimbledon's on the corner as we talk around the corner i should say as we talked about and it's a nice moment right now for american tennis in particular because francis tiafo won two weeks ago on grass Another tournament. He went on clay early this year. He went on gra- uh, grass now. What's he ranked right now? Number 10. Number 10. First time oh, career high. Hey, now. First time cool. since 2011. What were you doing? No. First time since 2011. <laughs> Good question. Good question. <laughs> that we, uh, we have two Americans in the top 10, which is wild to think about. Because, hey, there's a lot of us in the top 100, but we didn't kind of cross that, that next threshold until now. Canadians, give me a little bit on the Canadians. FAA, yep. Uh, small head Dennis Chapo, <laughs> Bianca, and Layla. Layla, please. Yeah, you should know that name. Spelled differently. <laughs> it is got that Y in there and an H. Yeah. So Layla has been having a lot of success on the doubles 
court. She's been playing with, I believe, Taylor Townsend, two lefties, and we... Love a lefty. Yeah, do it twice. So nice. And she's having a lot of success. Really great showing at the French Open and some other places uh, since then. So I think that she'll excel there. On the singles court, honestly, anything past the third or fourth round would be a bit of a surprise for me. Bianca's been up and down. She's been playing well. I think she can go far. She takes the ball early. Grass, lower bounce, faster, suits her game. Dennis, it's we're only two years removed from Dennis Shapovalov and FAA going to the, I want to say semis. But yeah. Yeah. Shapovalov played really well on the grass a few years ago yeah. at Wimbledon. Making history, and it was yeah. great. I remember watching that. And Me both too. of them were so fun to watch. Their game suits the surface so well. Dennis can serve he's a lefty can serve to uh you know come that slice serve gets a net he volleys really well felix just hits the hell out of the ball takes it early as well both can get there but they've been suffering lately so honestly i don't expect a lot for them but i want to be surprised what's happening with uh djokovic what's where's he at who's the favorite who's the betting favorite going into wimbledon you named him the goat Mm. djokovic he's the Mm. favorite i think he's won seven i think he's i know he's won more than anyone else i want to say the number is seven which is really significant. And you think about all of these elite guys have come through. Sampras, Federer. Go back to the days of like Rod Laver, Connors, McEnroe, Borg. Sampras was my guy. I love Sampras too. He's mm-hmm. my guy. Mm-hmm. So Djokovic, it's really funny. The grass court season is really short. And he hasn't played any grass court matches. He's just been warming up, playing, yeah. practicing. But... I mean, he knows it. He eats it. He 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 loves it. So he's gonna be. I think if he gets into the deeper rounds, he's gonna have success. He's a number two seed because Carlos Alcaraz. Just gonna guy, ask you about your boy, yeah, the nineteen-year-old Carlos Alcaraz. He uh, won at Queens recently and became number one in the world again. And it was his first win on, on grass and proved it he can win on grass. So now he's won tournaments on grass, clay, and hard court. You done it all at the age of twenty. Amazing. So I think if I had to give my grass power rankings, Djokovic is one, undisputable. He's sure. won so many. I I would if the aliens came down and like we'll play one guy for complete control of the the yeah. earth. Yeah. Monster grass. style. Monster style. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Space Djokovic yeah. is my pick. Okay. Djokovic, Alcaraz, Fritz, Tiafo. Nori can't ignore what he did last year. I like these power Justin rankings. Justin loves these are a good. sinner. Love a sinner. And a sinner's there. If you are a betting man. What's sinner's first name again? Yannick. Oh, say again? Yannick. Oh, Yannick He's sinner. a redhead, northern Italian. Perfect. Perfect. Say no more. Kid. Say no more. Skiing prodigy. Right. Yeah, he's lovely. Right. Love a sinner. So if you were a betting man. Which I am not. <laughs> <laughs> nor am I. But for those that are so inclined to I'm getting dip in, into it. I'm getting into it. Wild cards for you. And I haven't and like tomorrow, by the time you hear this, they'll have seating, so this could all go sideways. Sasha Bublik, Alexander Bublik, so fun to watch. He won last week at Hala. He's a wild card to watch for top fifty player. Kyrios last year. Yeah, I'm into Kyrios. Finals against Djokovic. He's been injured, but Make, can make it happen. It's been the spring of Struth. Maybe it's going to be the summer of Struth. Jan Leonard Struth. <laughs> the spring and summer of Struth? It might be. Bold. Struthanoff. Mm. Yeah. So 
Struve could do something. Maxim Cressy, serving volleys like the old school days. He's great. And then my guy, Ben Shelton, lefty. You love a lefty. First time at Wimbledon. His dad played there against Boris Becker years and years, years ago. I think he can make some noise if he gets a good draw. Let's take a break. <laughs> Let's do it. First time all year, we're talking baseball, baseball talk. Some of you've been waiting for it, most of you haven't. <laughs> happy here to, it is. <laughs> here it is. I'm happy to jump into it. What's your favorite baseball movie? Ooh, League of Their Own. It's good. There's no crying in it's baseball. baseball. Yeah, Tom great. Hanks is great. Gina Davis is great. Madonna's a... great. Rosie O'Donnell. Right, Rosie O. Mm-hmm. Hmm. My favorite is, um, it's not... It's not really a baseball movie. It's more of like a love story. If we're being if we're being candid, my favorite baseball movie is Bull Durham. Hey, you like Bull Durham? I love it. Hey, great. Susan Sarandon. <laughs> Fire. <laughs> so good. Tim so, Robbins. Uh, Kevin, Kevin Costner. Costner. I love Bull Durham. It's so good. I love it. And I and the part that I really like about Bull Durham. I mean, as I mentioned, it is more of a love story than a baseball movie, and that part of it's great. The relationship between Costner and Tim, the three you mentioned, to your credit, is is very apropos. But sort of that behind the scenes, we're talking documentaries of tennis, sort of the behind the scenes life on the road yeah. of the minor league lifestyle that, it ain't pretty. Mo- that most people don't have a clue. And especially when that was filmed in the early 90s, late 80s with the Durham Bulls. That's that's cool, right? And and that actually later on, that's where Michael Jordan, when he had his time playing baseball, that's the team that he played for. If you've seen uh, the ESPN Thirty for Thirty, Jordan rides the bus, right? He's playing for the Durham, the, playing for a team in Birmingham as well as the Durham Bulls. Yeah, throw this ball at the mascot. Trust me. <laughs> when uh, when when the Kevin Costner and his teammates are struggling, as Joe Namath would say, <laughs> yeah. when they're struggling. <laughs> And they're in desperate need of a rain out and a day off, right? And he, he's like, you want a rain out? I'll get you a rain out. <laughs> yeah, there's so many moments in there. That's really good. It's a good baseball movie for sure. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on now in baseball besides uh, adjustments and, and chaw. And, uh... <laughs> do you have a rooting interest in baseball, by the way? We never, we never really talked about this. Do you, have a, do you have an allegiance to an MLB team? Yes, I would have to say it would be the Atlanta Braves. The Braves? Yeah, and this is a long conversation, but basically because the farm team used to be in Richmond. Cool. Yeah. and What, we was, used to, what was the name of that team? Richmond Braves. And that was a triple-A team, double-A team? They were triple-A at the time. So I got to see like your Mark Limkes, your David Justice, your Chipper Jones, uh, Pete wow. Smith. Don't remember Pete Smith? Yeah. He was uh, he threw a perfect game, which we're gonna get to in a minute. He threw a perfect game at Richmond. Otis and, Nixon, Greg yeah. Maddox, John Deion Smoltz. Sanders had a moment there. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, very cool. It was really cool just and seeing you, those guys. You would go check that out and on a nice summer evening. Early '90s would go with, with my dad and just check it out, and it was really cool. And it was like an innocence about it, and it was fun. And yeah, I'm not a big baseball guy, but there's something about being there in the park and witnessing it firsthand that is unique cool yeah minor league baseball's 
a real like so different than the major league baseball and made than major league baseball and it's it's a totally different environment but kind of wonderful in its own way no i agree yeah i'm looking forward to when we're in richmond we're gonna go see some games from the richmond flying squirrels great mascot by the way the nutsy is the the mascot really yeah richmond flying squirrels yeah oh get me a hat (laughs) i'll do do my best i want a hat i'll do my best we'll see if we can come back with a hat but yeah, it, there, it is something about community there. It's cool. You see people on the up. They're thirsty, hungry, however you want to say it. There's a community aspect. It's affordable. Really, Price some, is right. Yeah, price is right. Yeah, we we got to get to the, the local Victoria Harbor Cats here. What's the closer of the local major league teams to where you grew up in Glen Allen, Virginia? Washington Nationals, Baltimore Orioles. Yeah, the Nats. M- more Southern. What would be the closest Southern team? It would be the, the Nats. It would be Washington, about two hours away. Another hour, you're in Baltimore. I, there's a reverence for the Orioles because of Cal Ripken and Bill Ripken and, and all those guys growing up. And that was just part of our, our regular cable package. We would just see those guys. If I went south... You know, it's funny because you feel like there should be teams in North Carolina and South Carolina. There is. I think it's the Braves. I think it's Atlanta. Yeah, maybe that's to yeah. your point. And yeah. the Braves the Braves are always on TV. They're always on TBS. Always. Yeah. Harry Carey's son, Chip Carey, used to do the Atlanta Braves games. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and he was much more subdued. And they would have a lot of daytime games when I was a kid, and I'd be home in the summer. So I remember watching TBS and kind of napping, basically. Yeah, in and out. It's the beauty of baseball. Yeah. The beauty of baseball. Catch the first few innings, take a nap, tune back in for the last few innings. Perfect. And if you're an Atlanta Braves fan from that era, you know that Bobby Cox, not related. Bobby Cox always was kind of shift, bunt, yeah. kind of just manufacturing runs, any all style, when you have uh, pitchers batting. So there were a lot of two one games, one nil games. So you're sitting out there watching this game. It's 95 degrees at Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. Hopefully Dion's there. Maybe there's Otis Nixon there. These guys, but it was a low scoring affair because you had Smoltz or Avery or Glavin or Maddox throwing balls. So you had to be a student of the game and to really enjoy it. It was chess. It won't checkers. Let's talk about the changes in baseball. Now we've got a pitch clock, right? So we've got 15 seconds between a pitcher and batter looking at each other, acknowledging each other, as well as the umpire. And now we have this, like the NBA shot clock, we now have in the corner of your screen, wherever you're looking at the score of whatever baseball game you're watching, we have this 15-1 pitch clock. Speeding up the game by an average of 39 minutes, it's making the hope is it's making baseball move more quickly so young people don't get distracted by their phones in their pockets and whatever else they have going on. How do you feel about the pitch clock before you go? <laughs> I like it. I like the pitch clock. I liked watching baseball and it was slow, but I'm enjoying the speed. I like the countdown to to the pitcher delivering the ball. I'm into the pitch clock. It's working for me. You like it. I love it. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. Reducing the amount of time in these games, speeding things up, I think it's done wonders for the game. Mm-hmm. I haven't been to a game since, like a major league game since they made this change, but I'm really curious to see what kind of an impact it has in person. But just watching it. It comes yeah, it comes from the TV. It moves, it moves quickly. It's mm-hmm. like the same thing with the NBA when they moved, made some changes, you know. I think it really 
yeah. move the game along and yeah. it's, it's a benefit these you know all these leagues they have to continue to edit and to modernize yeah their product like yeah they have to they have to adjust with the times speaking of modernizing and and baseball mm-hmm. i want to get into the blue jays in a second <laughs> i want to get into the blue jays in a second but before we get there let's talk about shohei otani of the los angeles angels the goat the goat now, just really quickly, for those that don't know, this is a player who is both pitching and hitting remarkably well. Remarkably Elite well. Level. Yeah. Last night, he had 10 strikeouts and two home runs. Now, in my 40 years, that's never happened. As much as I can remember into my eyeballs, that has not happened. You went around during Babe Ruth's? I wasn't I... around. I wasn't around for the great Bambino. <laughs> no, so so this is this is really cool. And again, even if you're just a lukewarm playoff baseball fan, if you're not paying attention to what Shohei Otani is doing, it's like it's otherworldly. It it's, is. It's otherworldly. It's one of those things where he's putting up. Uh, let me check your birth certificate, Little League World Series type numbers. Yeah, Danny Almonte numbers. Danny Almonte. That's the guy. Numbers. Yeah, that's the guy yeah. for sure. If he was just doing one of these things, if he was just pitching as well as he's pitching, or if he was just hitting as well as he's hitting, he's the talk of baseball. Yeah, in one of those categories. Yeah, and I don't feel like. People, sports fan, casual baseball baseball fans, hardcore baseball fans are giving him enough credit for how exemplary he is at both of those. He's he's worthy of two salaries. <laughs> hey, baseball is a salary cap. Maybe they'll just do it. For baseball him. players are getting paid. Paid. He's yeah. worth three hundred million. Yeah, I mean, next year it seems like is he going to leave LA and maybe he goes to the Yankees, Boston, whatever one of those big markets. Would be really interesting to see that he's if being, he wants to deal with the BS of those markets. But I mean, he's maybe probably he's happy. being followed around by a dozen like Japanese reporters on the daily, so it'd be interesting to see how that morphs if he does go elsewhere. But like you said, we can't understate. You know, we can understate. Like um, Rosillo podcast. Just shout out to Ryan Rosillo. It was a bit of a He listens to the sports class, by the way. He Ryan does. Yeah. yeah, he steals ideas from us. <laughs> All the time. He messaged me the other day. <laughs> he was talking about, you know, this is, you know, what, whatever you want to say. LeBron, uh, Tiger Woods, McDavid, those kinds of levels of of a player. And the, and the thing that is so significant and unique, like you said, and can't I want to go back to this. He's throwing 10 strikeouts and hitting two home runs in a game that's not that's unheard of at the at the mlb level like that is not something you see pitchers cultivating their game doing their thing being exclusive being myopic versus hitters being this guy's a that's happening in little leagues right exactly the best player in little leagues maybe, is maybe college ball too right yeah yeah, yeah but yeah. like you're not seeing the pitcher dh'ing on a on an off day yeah, I think he's leading the the AL in home runs. Yeah, like he was at the top. I think he was one or, one or two, two in yeah, RBIs. It's, too, it's crazy. It's crazy. Just, he could win the Cy Young and the M- MVP in the same year. I hope he does it because I feel like baseball is just shot in the arm, and this could be the guy. Yep. yep. So I'm in the garage last night, JC. I'm getting the the equipment 
prepped and packed for our trip north tomorrow as we slide into summer mode. I got the coolers down and pulling out the bags, uh, a little bit of sporting equipment, some water equipment, the aforementioned water shoes. Lord knows we need a couple versions of that (laughs) for everybody, right? And out of the corner of my eye, I see Oakland A's versus the Yankees. I slide in just to catch a little bit of it. I think it's 9-0 at the time. And I see Yankees pitcher Domingo Herman is throwing a perfect game, a perfect game. And I just sort of stumble into it in the maybe right, you know, mid seventh, eighth, top of the eighth. He goes on a guy who last week for the Yankees was like hanging on to his spot in the rotation by a thread, right? Yeah. He, he was yeah. almost moved to the bullpen. He's had some issues. He's had some issues. He had a substance on his hand earlier in the season. The umps were shaking his hand as many times as they could to see if there's a little slickness on him. The Vaselina. <laughs> exactly. A little Vaselina. And then he had a domestic issue as well. This is guy. This is not an all-star is what I'm trying to sort of paint the picture of. This is not your perennial all-star. This is not a big name that people know. Domingo is his first name. <laughs> Domingo if you nasty. <laughs> so so this guy goes out and throws the 24th perfect game in MLB history. This kind of sort of fringe player with a bit of a sketchy past here over the last year. Just just threw a perfect game. Not a no-hitter, which would be something. A, a perfect game. And I love the fact that when I was watching the highlights, I realized he wears number zero. No hits, no walks. <laughs> Love it. No errors. Put it in Cooperstown. No runs. Just zeros all around. Nice point. 99 pitches. Didn't even get to 100. Didn't crack triple digits. That's right. That's right. Which is really significant, I feel like, to pitch nine innings these days. And and not, yeah, and to keep it in. And we were talking about the pitch clock earlier. He's keeping that cadence. He's getting it going. Getting what he needs to get done. And it's amazing. But. I'll offer you this in jest mm. because it was against the A's who were like 20 games yeah, <laughs> one, more. Of the, one of the all-time worst teams in below 500 baseball history. Should there be an asterisk? No, 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 this was cool. That yeah, was really cool. Jokes aside, A's suck, but you feel bad for the A's though, don't you at this point? You do. You spent some time in the Bay Area. Did you yeah. ever go to an A's game? Many times. How was that experience? Similar to how I felt about July Fourth, hollow. <laughs> yeah, it was it was quiet. I mean, you got maybe nine thousand people yeah. in there, and like yeah. people are mostly eating popcorn and drinking. Probably more people at the Richmond Flying Squirrels. Relatively, you know what? A Friday night at the Squirrels could be a Tuesday night at the A's. Hmm. Yeah, A's moving to. To Las Vegas, likely. Too, Eventually, but. maybe. Yeah. Who knows? Vegas snapping up all these teams. Vegas maybe next uh, getting the A's and then maybe an NBA team? Yeah, LeBron's co-signed on that. It's going to happen if he said that. At this point. What do you call that team, by the way? What's their mascot? The Las Vegas NBA team? Yeah. Hmm. Got a, maybe a gambling reference or a... Well, the, the Aces has been used, right? You have the Knights... Stars was an old baseball team they That's had. Right. Do you have an idea? I feel like you have an idea. Las Vegas Regrets? <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> That's not bad. 
and it's just like the the mascot is a guy with like a cigarette on his lip yeah. and like maybe a stain on his shirt <laughs> bags under his eyes yeah. smells I want to transition from baseball to talk a little bit about the NHL draft, the kind of last draft here of the summer after the NBA and after the NFL. You had some thoughts about just the the production quality and just the vibe of the NHL draft, Justin. I enjoy drafts of all type. I enjoy the TV show that is a, a major league draft. Yeah. Right? We Last Thursday, as we taped, episode 16 of the pod 18 of the pod last thursday legal that's right thank you the nba draft was happening right and and that was we both enjoy the nba and the nba draft last night we had the nhl draft and just to contrast those two right i was saying to you earlier like the nba draft you really get to know the players you sort of feel like you have a little bit more of a connection to the players those little snippets of some of the backstories sort of help to illustrate their their career journeys. Also, the NBA draft happens so quickly. It it's, does. It's such a production. It's such a well-oiled production. Whereas last night, I'm watching a little bit of the NHL draft, and it's slow, man. It's slow. In the NBA, we have Victor Wimbayama. We have Scoot Henderson going up, shaking commissioner's hand, and then moving on. In the NHL... We've got the second Connor, another Connor, just what we need. We got Connor B going up and share, shaking uh, the count Gary Bettman's hand. But then there's also fourteen other, fourteen yeah. other. There's so many dudes. There's so on many stage. people up there. There's so many people up there. It's not as slick, and really, to me, it doesn't move just from an enjoyment television enjoyment. It doesn't move as quickly as the NBA draft. And that's what the NHL, in my opinion, is missing a little bit. It's not as slick. It doesn't move as quickly. And we just don't have some of that personal connection. You know the top three or the top five. But you just don't, unless it's your team drafting, you don't, I sort of don't feel like I have the connection to anyone outside of the top three. And and again, it just doesn't move as quickly. For me, I, I agree. And as well, I've got a couple other notes. I feel like... It's too formal. Like I was watching and I'm just thinking like, oh, like I get, yes, they're wearing suits or whatever and they're not going to have grills and like they're not going to do all these things that are culturally different. But at the same time, all of the glad handing with all the guys on stage, it's just too much, man. Yeah. It's just slow and it just feels just too stuffy. Yeah. Just yeah. to be honest. honest. And, and that's the, that's the, hockey doesn't know how to, to, sell hockey i was saying that to you earlier like they don't promote hockey in this kind of new flashy way it's not like nfl nba and not saying it, it has to be but at the same time like you said why are we they shaking need to like eight guys hands and it's really stiff yeah it feels yeah it feels different we don't need all those people up there shaking hands like you said and and all these pictures right we can we can Pick up the pace. We need to pick up the pace, right? Just like the majors, Major League Baseball introducing a pitch clock, it's the same thing. Apparently, we don't have the attention spans we used to. (laughs) We need to pick it up. I had a question for you. Do you feel like it's kind of indicative to the two two countries in the U.S., whereas like U.S. is a little bit more fast? Hmm. Sorry, two countries in North America, I should say. 
it's a little bit faster paced than the US. Canada, it's kind of like, uh, we don't need to stand out. It's less about a, less of a me culture. Like I'm just like fitting in, even though I'm like the next great one as Bedard or whoever. Yeah. And it's or, just kind of more one of hockey, things. more hockey culture, but exactly. Sorry. So yeah. more, more hockey perhaps yeah. than Canada. Do you I feel think like there's, that's I think there's difference? some validity to what you just said. Yeah. yeah. I, think there, I think there is right. That sort of, you know, team first hockey culture, right. Doesn't exist in the NBA. There's sort of, you know, a little more front facing in the NBA, right? As well in basketball, obviously, like these guys are on the on the court for the entire game. Whereas in hockey, they're wearing a, a helmet which obstructs their the visibility, the visibility of their yeah. face. And and in hockey, you just simply can't be on the ice the same percentage of time that the best players in the NBA are on the court. Noah Tani is on, on the uh, the hockey ice right now. Not yet. <laughs> no, I agree with that. It's true. Like you, you have that feeling where it's just very different as far as like the visibility of the athletes and all that ties into that. And yeah, I I just want them to be a little bit more adventurous. What about I'll, the sorry? What about the NFL draft? Do you like the NFL draft? I love it. Yeah, yeah, I lap it up. I, I really think it's. I cool. love a good draft. <laughs> I do like this. The like uh, prognostication, conjecture, like where like people are gonna go, but also, you know, trades, different things like that. I don't know if the NHL is so inclined. Like NBA often has a lot of trades on on the day of, so that's a thing that kind of gets me going too. But at the same time, it's just like. Man, just, I don't know. The energy kind of lacks a little bit with the NHL draft. It lags. That concludes episode 19 of the Sports Gloss with Justin Jamal. Thanks for joining us as always. If you haven't done so yet, please follow us on Instagram at the Sports Gloss. As we always say, survive in advance. See you next time. Peace.